You good, homeboy? Yeah, I just have to pull my pants up. Nobody's looking at your dick. <laughs> Nobody wants to. He's, oh, I'll take him. I'll take him again. Take a peek. Just a slow. I think it's from people who are even in the business. Did one of those knobs get moved again? All to 12 o'clock, I think. Who knows what's going on? It's fine. That makes a lot of sense. It's fine. Well, all this confusion is a good way to start a podcast. I like all the talking through the whole you know, uh, intro. I'm keeping all of it. I never noticed this before. I typically love the striped green. Oh, no. You're about to talk shit on it? Uh, sure. No. Oh, okay. I, I love the striped green sweater, and I always have. Uh-huh. But I don't know if it was the way you were sitting or what. But Gino always wears those types of those like. Who's Gino? From fucking 90 Day Fiance. Okay. He always wears caps like that, and he wears shirts that are cut like that usually. So, yeah, it's very very Gino. um, uh, Would you like me to take you to to dinner? (sighs) Why, Why are you incredibly irritated by the way I don't read the situation and say anything near the right thing at all good boy (laughs) gino all right we're going we're going in gino (laughs) it's so funny because you know how like a woman when you're in a fight with your girlfriend or your wife you can tell there's things that like you don't mean to i mean you don't always mean to but there's certain things you can say or the way you say it or what you don't say that you can tell enrages the spouse. Ja- oh, okay. I thought you meant Jasmine in particular. Well, I can tell when he does that, and you can tell it's enraging her. It's enraging me because he is saying fucking nothing when he's trying to like just speak around situations and doesn't know how. To, like he just brings up weird stuff that has nothing to do with what's going on in the situation. And then just flatlines everything until that last episode where finally he was like, this is fucking bullshit. We was <laughs> like, tired of being screamed at for a week. The chair. I mean, he did send her tatas send, to someone. You send nudes of me to your ex. You guys, it's quality TV. It is. <laughs> I found out recently that HBO has acquired or they're at least merging uh, Discovery Plus is merging into oh, yeah, HBO yeah, Max, yeah. so that is a nice place to get very thoughtful documentaries <laughs> and the worst of trash TV. Oh, man. So does that mean HBO is now going to just host all of their shows, or is yes. it still going to... There's going to be no Discovery Plus anymore. I think that's how it's going to be. Correct. So... How much is HBO Max going up in price? A lot of people have. <laughs> a lot of people are not happy about that because they, at least what I've seen online, is people are complaining about you know how people wanted to move away from cable companies because they bundled uh, services from different cable, uh, not cable companies, but different channels and gave you things that you necessarily didn't want. Yeah, and a price that but now they're was doing more, that. and now that's a yeah that's. That was one thing that people liked about streaming is that they felt that they were in more, they, that they had more control. You can make it yours. But they have to monopolize everything. Yeah, of course. So, uh, but that's nice because on Mondays, 
when it's back on, if they're on at the same time, we'll be able to watch Last Week Tonight with John Oliver and 1,000 Pound Sisters without moving to a different app. It's a beautiful thing. It's... At least when I watch John Oliver, I feel like I'm learning, so I don't feel like I'm wasting my time too much. When I watch things like A Thousand Pound Sisters and the other thing, I do feel guilty. It's the same thing playing video games. So you measure fun? In, I can't help it. You can't just enjoy life and be like, I'm going to have some enjoyment time because I worked all goddamn day? Clearly I can't enjoy life. Yeah, that's pretty much how things have been going for you lately. You've been very stressed. By the way, welcome to Couple of Girls Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. And we are a review podcast. We're a couple of married people who uh, we, we do no real preparation for this. We don't really do oh, much no. research or anything. We just throw shit at the wind. We have conversations. And then we stand there with our mouths open for the shit to turn right back around and hit us directly in our uvulas. <laughs> That's what it would sound like. There are certain episodes that I think require a little more uh, detail and, uh, what's the word you said? Research. Correct. Knowledge. When we are doing what today's episode is about, you don't have to because all you can just do is have fun. This is about feeling. Yes, this one is all feeling. I didn't look up anything about this band. Okay, interesting, because I didn't really that much either. I know very little. I looked it up right before we did this. This episode has been stretched out um, for a really long time as far as getting it recorded, so we've had quite a bit of time to, you know, potentially look into information if we wanted to, but nah. Nope. We're good just uh, taking what we want out of things and then just talking about how it makes us feel. That's essentially what we do if you are here for real true information and not things that are just <laughs> skimmed from Wikipedia. Oh, then yeah. uh, get on out of here. Get on out of Go do your own research. Um, go do your own research. Why don't you think for yourself for once? Why don't you think for yourself but believe what I believe, goddammit? <laughs> what was I going to say or ask? I do not I don't know, remember. but one thing that I think is interesting is that oh, before no, we get happening. this started, it's happening. So this is funny, and I can talk about this because I will make sure that no one who I work with knows that this podcast exists. But uh, I've just been working like a goddamn dog lately, and it's—I mean, it's my choice. But we are just murdered. As your husband, and who lives with you, yes, everyone. She has been. It's been like I come home. She's working for another hour. Takes a mandatory break and then hangs out with me for like what the break time is. And yeah, then, half an hour to an hour. And then back to like until like nine thirty, eight, nine o'clock minimum. It's, it's been awful. fucking wild. It's been terrible. And then you get off and then you're asleep while well, you're in bed by like ten thirty, eleven. So it's been no life. All work and no play make Michelle. An annoyed girl. <laughs> so much like how a lot of times when you're having an issue in the office, they just slap that band-aid of like a pizza party on top of it. Well, this is a little different because I wasn't, I mean, I guess I could eat a meal of candy, but at least with a pizza party, you get some sort of sustenance and like grease. Um, we got these like huge bags of candy because yes. that's, that's our... Uh, thank you yeah, for working well, so hard. Do you feel like you should be fair to the person who did it? You don't have to say their name. No, I think it's very kind that she went out of her way to do it. And we believe it came out of her pocket. And that is correct. She, it's not the business. It doing this. just 
again, it feels like you have a wound and someone is slapping a pizza yep. party on top of it and, and pretending it's a bandage. It's that meme where it's that flex tape mm-hmm. guy and he's slapping it on the side of the tub when all the water's coming out, trying to be a pizza party. That shit happens all or the time. Or you're drowning and then they just high oh, yeah, five you at the pizza yeah, party. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a meme. Ever. It's, it's, it's kind of classic, but it's, <sighs> not, it's not my boss's fault. Or no, my manager or not, whomever. Not your direct manager, no. It's you definitely now, just wish Now the I do blame wouldn't. the people who own the company. <laughs> well, they have to be super rich while we're not. Yeah, they have to have more than one house. And we have to scrape because yeah. they we have to remember who's boss and where we stand. And so um for all this hard work I've put in in two weeks, thirty one hours of overtime, I got a bag of candy as a way to say thank you. <laughs> so, you know what's funny about your bag of candy thing? And it's about oh, to backfire. You saw me open it? Well, I saw you open it, but it's about to backfire on uh-huh. me. Um Me too, baby, most, me too. And most of the time when you get candy of any sort, it goes to Sam you. ends up with at least a piece or two. So Are you kidding? Or nine or ten or twenty or forty. I say you end up with about seventy five percent of whatever <laughs> I get, or else it's gonna just sit there forever. Uh huh. Absolutely. I just I will just stare at something and out, be like, nah. I threw out some bagels last night that I was like, I fucking knew I should have eaten these bagels. <laughs> you could have. I know. I just don't want to. Just, you, just ask me. Uh, yeah, but then you'll be like, all you do is take. <laughs> okay, I've done that before, but that's because you literally will not go to the grocery store. I mean, you're getting better about it, Yeah. but you wouldn't. And then you'd be every night, I want a snack, but I refuse to buy snacks. Speaking of snacks, we're about to go through something awful. We sure are. So in this pack of uh, candy... It it was mostly a winner, I will say. We get, we've got Kit Kats, we have Hershey bars, we have Reese's cups. Uh, one on. Unf- oh, I thought we were having a. I'm angling the screen <laughs> to make sure I can constantly so can look at things. it that to makes make sense. sure well, something I can doesn't. Because I'm actually to make sure something that doesn't go wrong, as you'll hear next week. Ugh, <laughs> it was. Still don't know how that's gonna sound. We'll find out. That's why that should be figured out soon in case something be. needs to be redone. I'll make it work. Okay. If I fix Travis's fucking episode disaster, I can fix this one. We'll see about that. It's a different situation. <laughs> anyway, so we have Hershey's, Reese's, Kit Kats, York peppermint patties, which I do like, but I think that those being, even though they're all pre-wrapped or individually wrapped, being in a bag with other things, uh, peppermint is a strong flavor and Absolutely. scent not a good idea it should never go in with other chocolates but i opened that bag today and the very yeah. first thing i smelled was reese's peanut butter well that's a good sign so that was surprising um but unfortunately the one thing that they included in this which i don't understand it's like the worst if you ask me well no it's a little bit more redeemed because at least almond joys have almonds in them whereas i do like almonds whereas mounds are only coconut some whatever oh. And uh, I like cashews. That's what I like. Um, I got a smashed one. So we're going to try uh, this Almond Joy. You I haven't even picked it. I, it's not even on camera. It's not even near me. That's how much I don't want to do There's this. There's like one almond in it. So you'll have to make sure that you bite the part where the almond, almond is. <laughs> I got one. a smashed one. That's not a joy. Uh, 
coconut is tremendously bad if you ask me look how big the almond is it's just one big ass almond it's such a weird looking uh choice for a candy bar but yeah we're gonna okay we're gonna uh, so i don't have to eat the whole thing do i no just take a bite so you know what it tastes like i'm definitely gonna get almond in there like you said Uh uh-huh oh we're not cheersing oh we can cheers (laughs) cheers touch our candies all right here we go Well, well, I'm trying not to chew on the microphone. You know what it kind of tastes like a little bit without the caramel? Well, so far, nothing. It's, it's like one of those Samoa, or, yeah, those Samoa cookies. Those Girl Scout cookies with the coconut. They're not as intensely coconut as I thought they would be. Here it comes. It's when you start getting into the strands of the coconut. You don't fucking chew noodles. Why are you chewing coconut? Just swallow that This is a taste test. Noodles is about getting food in my belly. Okay. So, I will definitely say that... I'm going to put that to the side. A mound bar would be impossible to get through as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The almonds totally... Or the almond, since there's one almond in there. That definitely helped. Okay. Here's my full take on this not near as bad as i expected it to be i kind of like the texture of the coconut strands that i'm chewing on but unfortunately i had a pukey night on alcohol that was coconut flavored rum so that's all it's reminding me of Ew. It's like if they made Jägermeister candy. Yeah, that's kind of what's going on with me. Now, Ew. do you remember the night that this happened? Yeah, that was before we actually officially became an item. Yes. We went camping as friends 15 yeah. years ago. Jesus Christ. And then uh, I just laid on the ground and just puked up, up just to the side and then rolled over. And then when I needed to puke again, I would just roll back over and puke again and then roll back over. And then the next morning, uh, you took Adam home. Yes. And you were taking me home. At, and, at his parents' Maybe house. even Kent home. I think you were taking Kent home, too. And I puked in the back seat. I was in the back seat. I puked. Didn't want to tell anybody. Had it in my mouth, like, full. And went... And swallowed it all back down. <laughs> I don't know if you ever knew that part of the story. I'm, My love. Uh, <laughs> I think knowing that it tasted like coconut makes it worse because I dislike coconut so much. I don't even like coconut shampoo. No, or no, I never. Anything no. coconut. And the worst part about that was I didn't even want the fucking coconut rum. It was forced on me. And I didn't drink that much, but for some reason. It takes it over the, everything. Well, oh, yeah. It was, you had a combo of things. I think you're also drinking whiskey. Oh, I mean, yeah, I was drinking everything. I know why I puked, but like, as I was puking, the fucking rum taste oh, the, the never flavor. went away. Yeah. It's like, at one point, it should have been on the top, right? Does it just mingle in the gut and goes everywhere? God damn it. It was awful. Yeah, I don't. And that's how we open the podcast. That is how we open this review podcast as a bunch of smatchets, ill-mannered, despicable people. Comes from the book of lost words, collywobbles, snellygosters, and eighty-six other surprisingly useful words. I know a couple fucking smatchets. Is that what the word was? Look at that picture of a smatchet. Look at that doofus, incorrigible little bastard. 
He looks like uh, Martin Short. Uh, he actually kind of looks like uh, Austin, not the one that you worked with uh, at the car place, but the one you worked with at the pizza place. Whom I also worked with at the car place. We called him Washington. I don't remember him being there. Last name begins with a G? Of course. Yeah, Washington. He worked there for a long time. I, I got him the job. This. I don't remember Because I worked with him at the pizza place. <laughs> it all makes sense. Uh, vague memories, but not enough interest to continue. I Let's move along to this. Three Austins at that fucking place. Let's move along to this album that oh, we yeah. are here to review for you. So this is going to be a fun one. Yes. Whether you agree or not, we are listening to Permission to Land. By the Darkness. This is the debut studio album. Uh, the Darkness is classified as a British glam rock band that got together <laughs> in 2000. And uh, this album was, I guess, huge for them. It came out in 2003. Is this the first album? Yes. Did you just say that? Mm-hmm. I was picking coconut out of my teeth. Fafa? Yeah. Debut studio album. And it's a pretty it topped Jeez, the UK charts and it went to number 36 on the US Billboard charts. I did not know until a little bit before we started recording this that they had five singles off of this. Wow. Because I was familiar with, with one. one. <laughs> Absolutely. I had heard another song before, which made it, it, you know, gave me the interest and idea of reviewing this based on that. But. I definitely don't remember hearing anything else by them. I, I could, I mean, maybe I did. I just don't remember. I remember two things about them. One is the song that we're obviously talking about, single wise, and another where they were like at an awards show on MTV, and he came down riding a tiger, hmm. like a plastic big fake tiger. That's all I remember about the darkness. All right, I don't remember this at all. Except for all the rest of the songs that I eventually heard listening to this album that we're about to listen to together. Well, f- according to a, a TV show, The Darkness is also the Char- Murphy Brothers. <laughs> Especially Charlie. Black Brother Darkness. Brother Darkness. <laughs> all right, so let's get this started with the song Black Shuck. I will say, as I said to Sam previously, I don't know if it's his accent but there are a lot of and the way that he sings i wasn't always aware of what he was saying or i would say that i thought he was saying something else but you said that you were not really aware of what was going on i mean i i am okay i've actually been analyzing this all right oh because i always say i don't hear the lyrics blah 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 Here's what it actually is. It's weird that I've been thinking about this. It's... I don't retain the lyrics. That's fair. I hear them. But, but, I mean, a lot of times I can't understand them anyway. It's a jumbly mess. Anybody's vocals, but it's more a retaining thing. I can retain... Beats, I can retain chords and notes and stuff. So you hear music and then you throw it away at Wendy's? <laughs> God damn it, I still feel so bad about that. Were you around when I was talking to my mom about that? Yeah, because she said that she's, she like watched a video and it made her feel so bad that it sounded like you right. couldn't get a retainer. That's true, I, have to, I, I do have to clear the air on this. 
My mother is a fucking saint. She always takes care of me. She would have bought me another retainer, and her memory of it is that I was like, you can buy one, but we all know I'm just gonna fuck it up again, basically. So, and that sounds more like me at that time. And now I feel like a complete dick about it. And wish I would have stuck with my retainer and had a nice straight smile instead of this fucking... It's not... It's pretty straight. It's just all spaced. <laughs> you literally have a white picket fence, not outside, just in your mouth. <laughs> At one time, I had a nice, together, straight, pretty smile. So the home that is your smile... And your, which is, you know, the door to your heart. Yeah. There is. Oh. A white picket fence. This sounds very. Tenacious D. <laughs> I'm gonna say it, it sounds like thin for some reason to me. The actual sound of it? Yeah. I think so too. I don't know why it's set up the same way we always do. Um. No! Might be that Bluetooth connection too. Don't notice some such a nice shrill album. Oh wait, maybe let me kick at the lows. Okay, you can hear the guitars better. There we go. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, his voice. We've obviously got obviously got to talk about this dude's voice, which I don't know his name. Justin Hawkins. So okay. we do need to very briefly address. The members, which we don't always make a priority, but I think but I we... I think we should, because we're talking about the fucking band, right? Like, yeah, I, we I, should I, at least gloss over it once. <laughs> I, I, I just now imagine if I was in a band and a podcast was doing a show about me, or my band, uh -huh. and they didn't mention me once, I'd kind of be like, well, fuck them. <laughs> we're talking about this? what you created, not you. <laughs> Yeah, what I created. I created it because it's supposed to be a piece of me. It's still all about me, <laughs> you stupid bitch. Okay, so these Justin are Hawkins. the members we have four. We have Justin Hawkins. Okay. Justin Hawkins is responsible for lead vocals and lead guitar. What? I thought I've only seen him just sing. No. Insane. No, he's also a guitar player. Okay. His brother, Dan Hawkins. I was going to say, isn't this a brother outfit? Is his <laughs> rhythm guitar and does the backing vocals. We have Frankie Poulain, bass guitar, also backing vocals. Right. And apparently, this guy was being ridden down from the ceiling. Rufus Tiger Taylor does the. <laughs> he plays the drums and also backing vocals. So they all contribute. Nice vocals. So it's just four members. What was the guy's Richard Hawkins? Justin, Justin and Dan. Okay. Justin Hawkins. His voice, I mean, when you talk about the darkness, everyone obviously just first talks about the... I believe in a thing called love. Well, even, but like the, just the vocal tone, the high, ah, I can't do it well, like they're, they're, They were also glam in the early 2000s, yeah. which was so out of nowhere. Yeah, but nobody ever talks about how he sometimes has this mid-range vocal and sometimes even goes, there's like a death metal growl. Mm-hmm. Tinged in everything. He has tremendous while, range, right? for sure. Yes, so that's what I was going to say. He can sing like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And if you only give him that one song, it's like a... What's the word? It's like a... Not a gimmick, but like a... A shtick? Yeah, a shtick. And you almost like just think it's a joke, almost. It's fucking not. 
if you could sing like this, why the hell wouldn't no, you? He's, he's tremendous, it, truly. It would be a crime to not belt it out if you've got that fucking skill. Well, I agree. So let's see what else um, texting me? Mr. Hawkins has to offer here. Uh, let's move along to the next song. Get your hands off my woman. Now, I guess this. Okay, so this is the song that I heard on some like radio, and I was just completely floored. I even played this for you after I gave you the album, and I was told yeah. you like this is the song, and I don't think it hit right at the time. Um, but this is apparently their first single. Really? Which is shocking. I mean, it's it's only get your hands off of my woman, but the uh, chorus says just a little more than that. This song yeah. fucking rocks, as far as I'm concerned. Right here. Yeah. And again. <laughs> He's fucking great. He's so good. And again, it's just another classic fucking rock band. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, and it's so high. Get your hands There's no way I can do it. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Get your hands off of my woman, motherfucker! That's just not... It's not like him. He's clean. <laughs> like, you just don't normally hear a man who's just like, Get your hands off my woman, motherfucker. Who's going to deliver it in the way that he <laughs> yeah. has? It's fantastic. And that part, it's there's so like good. emotion there. Like when he's like, ah! And he, he does the vocal change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a the true scale. emotion there, and that translates. God, I did not expect when you gave me this to be like, you know who's good is the fucking darkness. <laughs> <laughs> but the tones are good too. Um, it sounds like not classic rock, but it doesn't sound like metal. And it also doesn't sound like glam metal. No, it's just rock and it roll. It sounds like rock and roll. It's, it's truly just rock and roll. Like you could almost. You do the same production tones for a Motorhead album, and it would make sense. Like, the guitar would make sense sound-wise. The bass would make sense sound-wise. Now, of course, you're not going to get... But Lemmy would... I wouldn't be surprised if I could find a video of Lemmy jamming out with the darkness. <laughs> I would be interested. I guess and, they uh, broke up for a while. And, darkness did? But they, they've been back. I guess they tried to come back, like, right before COVID hit and had a tour, and it got shut down like everything else. Dude. But I think they have plans to... I mean, they're not done. Everybody had... I had fucking plans. I remember being like, this is the year I'm fucking... Ralph is doing it! And then it was... <laughs> and then there House Arrest. There were a lot of people who said, this is my year. I remember mine actually was like, right after House Arrest, I'm putting it all together. It was right after House Arrest. It was! And then oh, everyone no. else went on House Arrest. And I was like, hey guys, it's not so bad because you can go out after 5 p.m. But you probably shouldn't because everything is closed, at least in the very beginning. <laughs> That's true, it was. And it was like a fucking wasteland. Yeah, it really was. Cactus my dead teacher. What a time. What a time. All right. Let's, uh, let's... Cactus my dead teacher. What is that? That's I know that. bugs. Ah, yes. See, there's some references that are just buried in me. And it takes you to bury them, uh, <laughs> dig them out. <laughs> to bury them out? Bury them out. <laughs> Motherfucker! All right, let's move along to the next song because... 
This album is fun, but you do also have things like this that happen. So here's Growing On Me. So when there's solos happening, it's the fucking guy that sings like that. And him and his brother. You said lead guitar. That means he's the fucking guy who shreds. So this was also a single, I guess. This is the second single. Did anything chart besides... I believe in a thing called love. Yeah. I'm not really sure about charts down here. I know the album did well as a whole, but as far as... I mean, darkness has been buried in my brain since uh, thing called love came out. I mean, UK and Scotland. I know you said it went to like number one in UK. Went to number one in uh, Scotland. I went to number two in Ireland. I mean, I it, if they were still a lot more popular in the UK. It's possible. Probably. I would think so. I think they're more primarily there. They did better there now, than they did here. I gotta say, this is when it gets weak for me, just because of the the song style. It does. It also comes down a bit. I mean, he still does the. He's very uh, vocally, you know, into it. It's still kind of oh, high yeah. energy, but he doesn't also doesn't hang out up in his uh, no. falsetto as much. Do you no. get more of his normal range? Yeah, like he's not just being a, a shtick. This sounds more just like a regular radio hit. Yeah, this feels like they wrote a radio song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting when I was looking at... Is it The Darkness? Or yes. is it just... Okay, I've been going Darkness. Uh, the Darkness... They're, they come from an age where we like to put women on our covers. Like, yeah. I noticed like, oh, there's, yeah, there's a, a naked co- lady. Yeah, there's a couple other albums, too, where they always get a lady on there. It's like the Ohio Players. They're always putting ladies on the oh, cover. Oh, yeah. Or the Dwarves. They're always putting naked ladies on the covers. Uh, Led Zeppelin put naked children on That was uh, weird, wasn't it? Uh-huh. I always thought it was weird, they too. Sure then they had that live, or that one tape they put out. And at the beginning, it's got... Robert Plant's naked kids walking around. Or one of, actually, the kid that died, the, his son, yeah. walking around with his dong waving around. That kid broke up the band, that son of a bitch. <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke. <laughs> Michelle is joking. Joke warning. People, joke warning. I wonder if many people even know that. That he had a son that died? And the, Yeah, and that happened near, kind of near the end of... Led Zeppelin. It wasn't necessarily like the reason why. It's not why, the thing that happened, but I mean, I'm sure it made him numb. What's, it, what's the point of doing this? What's life really even mean? Or it made him think I need to do stuff more for myself yeah. instead of for other people. Yeah. So I think that encompasses and with that, what does life really mean? What is more? What is important? Mm-hmm. It's weird. You do get to an age, like, you know, I've hit the age where it's like, I'm like, what do I do for myself? It's time for Sam. It's important. I just posted a meme today since we're recording this the night before this comes out again. We're the most current we usually ever ever are. This is as current as it gets. Yeah, it's when we do stuff like this. But it was something about uh, I've done enough giving, essentially. Like, now it's time to receive. I think that that's, like, a fair thing. I think think it could be seen as kind of selfish, depending on how you read it. Like, I'm done trying, essentially, but that's not the case at all. It's more just... Coming to the podcast. I know, it's Kit Kat. He never makes an appearance on the podcast. This is our three-legged boy. This is definitely making it onto film. Yay! 
Uh, it's our three-legged boy, Kit Kat. We did not name him Kit Kat. I'm sure we would have not named him Kit Kat if he was our. He doesn't uh, like being thing. held. He's very shy. Look at his face. He's shoving it into your elbow. <laughs> he's a big, adorable orange fluff ball. Look at him. He's so cute. You're sweetheart. You're such a good boy. I love you. Here you go. He's only got three legs, but yeah, I ate the other one. You ever one. thought about what you would have wanted to name him if he didn't come as Kit Kat? Since we just kept the name. He probably would have been like... I get like a Benny vibe off of Really? I get like a Frederick. <laughs> yeah, Fred. Not Fred a, sounds good. And not a Frederick. A Frederick. Frederick, yeah. I Fred, like Frederick. 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 Friedrich. Frederick. <laughs> hey there, Fred. I think Frederick works and Benny. Look at Benny roll on the ground. <laughs> I don't like Benny at all. You don't like Benny? No. Is it because you think of... I think, of, I think of the guy who owns the bar and the Jets, and I'm not a, I'm not interested. <laughs> Even though I do like Elton John and I like that song, it just you know sometimes you have to just throw things to the side and put the joke right at the top. Oh, I just you sure did. That's why it hardly comes around because you are terrifying. For animals that like want to be calm and stuff, I am totally like a. I'm I can, perfect. I can go from like... Because I'm not so like, mellow. Well, I'm not going to say... I, my temper also do, does go from the floor to the ceiling immediately. Mm-hmm. But like even if I'm explaining a story and I'm just like being animated, I can be like... Three of the cats were like, what the fuck? And they run out and then the dog jumps up like, what's wrong? What's going on? Who do I have to kill? Even though she would never kill anybody. Even if she tried, yeah, who do I have to sniff? Even if she tried, she would just fall on the way. What am I going to drool on top of? <laughs> All right, let's move let's along. Move on, we sir. have things to do here. We are hanging out in this darkness situation, and it is time to get to the third single, which is the one I am most familiar with. I believe in a thing called love. I still love this song. This song has been in my head a lot, even though there are other songs I think that have excited me more yeah. as time has gone on that I've like learned. But I still think this song is great. I don't know how many people even really know this because I don't know how radio heavy this the song was. I know like the the music video was big because it was I, so ridiculous. On I MTV. remember being on MTV all the time. Well, when it came out, I remember being on like TRL a lot. Yeah. Um, and I also remember it was one of those songs that I don't is know like. It was actually on TRL. I think it was. If it did, it, it was maybe like nine. Maybe like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, number like nine. Ninth place. That's, that's where all the videos that I liked were at. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Freak on a Leash got to number one. Yeah, like once. It bothered me. <laughs> it bothered me because I was like, you're not fucking pop. You don't belong here. <laughs> But it was popular. You're knocking people like NSYNC out of the top spot, and I am not okay with that. <laughs> but I do definitely remember it being played on WBN a lot at the time. Okay. Uh, especially during the day when it's like WBN, the local radio rock, the, the local rock radio station. That's the phrase I'm looking for. They, you can tell they kind of played like during the day. It was like more classic rock. Mm-hmm. And then at night, they would get the, like, the heavier metallic stuff. and heavier yeah. stuff. So this would be like 5, 30, 6 o'clock kind of WBN. Right after school. Yeah, that's a crazy fucking rhythm. And if he's playing the guitar, 
which maybe he's a guy who can put it down for a little bit and then he picks it up. But if you're the lead guitar, guitar. player, one of them says guitar. Is that him doing it? I, I assume. I assume so. so if he says lead guitar, I just didn't see it coming. The man has everything. Yeah, and he would wear those uh, like Kiss style outfits where they'd be cut really low down. Oh, showing the chest show, hair. like the whole chest and oh, stomach yeah. and everything, but still be like a, a full bodysuit. Clean shaven, long, beautiful blonde locks. Uh-huh. <laughs> long legs. I remember slender. kind of ganglyish teeth. Am I correct on that the UK, so it makes sense. They're not, not, not gross, just running into each other yeah. in the front. Opposite of me. <laughs> God, I love it. It's so... It's, also it's so might, good. This also might have been one of those songs where it's like when it first came out, I thought it was funny. And then for a minute there, I'm supposed to like hate it because I'm a metal dude. When it came out, my sister liked it. And yeah. I don't know if she... I don't know how she liked it. Yeah. Because I don't know that I remembered her actually listening to it. So maybe it was more in jest when she thought it was funny. And I could see a lot of people doing that. I just thought it was like a joke. ridiculous. Because I was just like, what is happening? Because I've never been a big fan of glam rock in general. Yeah. So at the time when this came out, it didn't appeal to me so much. But as years have gone on and this song has popped up over the years on radio stations, like through my phone that I've listened to. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a good song. I mean, if, if this is all they're going to be known for, even though they have had other hits, if this is it, or other singles at least, um, it's a good song to be known for. I, I It's... Undeniably catchy. Once you figure out what he's saying, you want to figure out how to go. Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. It's fun to do. Um, it's unusual. It, and when it, I remember when it came out, I it was hard to tell. Is this a joke band? Are they? Is this? Mm-hmm. You know, like Steel Panther. It does have that vibe, but, but you couldn't really tell what they were. It's, I don't think it intentions. is. Oh no, I don't think so. And, and I mean. I mean, I know it's not now. And then I remember when I figured out it kind of wasn't, I was just like, at the time, I was so fucking middle, dude, that I was like, eh, that's in the trash. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, these dudes are fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> They're having fun. Uh, you know, I always talk about, I can't imagine being in the studio and doing this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you do that? I can imagine every single bit of that song doing that in the studio and having a great fucking time doing it. Well, the lead singer after the second album did leave for a short amount of time to go get help for alcohol and cocaine abuse. To me, I get the feeling that there may have been some cocaine in the recording studio. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying that that's the vibe I get from this. Sometimes, not uh, always. So it, you're getting the vibe of when it's still fun. Mm-hmm. And it's not a problem yet. <laughs> oh, I meant with the song choices as well. I just meant the coke. Let's, let's move along because uh, love is only a feeling. I don't get a, a cocaine vibe from this song. Um, and I believe that this this is also a single. Now, there were five singles on this, but the UK release, I guess, had another song called Christmas Time. Okay. So that was a single in the UK, but not here. So technically just four singles in the US. And we have, this is the last one. This is a song that the first time I heard it, I was just like, oh my God. 
I mean, it's the whole thing. You mentioned it at one point, and we've talked about it with other albums on here. High highs, low lows. However, for me, the lows aren't so low. The more I've listened to this, even though like it's like cheesy, and I wouldn't normally listen to anything else like it, it's not necessarily bad. It's just not anything like some of the other songs that stand out to me the most. And the reason why I like the darkness kind of lean more towards those songs than stuff like this. But like this is also this is a song that gets stuck in my fucking head. Um, I agree with. Everything you said, because for me, in the world of snoozers out there, because I would classify this on the album as one of the snoozers, it could be a lot fucking snoozier. Oh, There's yeah. still an upbeatness to it. Mm-hmm. There's still that pop. It's not like super slow. There's still rock guitars going on. Just then they were it doing harmonized yeah. harmonized like leads there that were like power leads as I would call them where they get that like real sound because it's two guys playing the same thing. They're not the same thing but two chords basically but leads. But it's definitely like this doesn't feel fun to me anymore. No. If that's not like fun, like Coke fun, like you were yeah. saying about the last thing. <laughs> this almost seems like it's another... Like when it's a party, it's a party. Otherwise, it's just like kind of a standard This seems like another song. we tried to write a radio song. And it seems like when a band says they're going to do that... I'm not saying they did that for this song. It's just the vibe I get. But I... Not too many times is the story... We set out to write a radio song, and we did. Now, yeah. that does exist, but eight out of ten radio hit songs were, we did not expect this to be a hit at all. In fact, the hit was supposed to be this other song, and we just put this on the other side of it to release it, and then that was the fucking hit. And this was a single. So, so it seems like they probably knew uh, believing the Thing Called Love was going to be a hit, but... It's I also, guarantee they thought this one was going to be w- more of a hit. Yeah, well, and it may not even have been their choice. It may have just been the record That's company. That's true. That's very true. I, you're true. I, I think record they, producers they do listen to it and go, "These are the these are the hit makers, fellas." I think I read that they were dropped by the record label after the second album because, like, this was kind of popular, and the second one just wasn't dead, and uh, that they were dropped after that, which is sad. It is, but it's the nature of the beast. No, I agree. It just sucks. And honestly, it's glam. It was a flash in the pan last time when it was even more popular. So one band doing it is going to be an even quicker flash in the pan. Well, and I honestly don't know what they sound like now. They're probably the same thing, but they might be kings of the underground. And like you said, they're, they're probably more popular in the UK still. But they probably still make just a fine living touring or could playing to... Well, they've also nice done other venues. things. I guess that when they broke up earlier in the 2000s, because they did break up for a while and then come back together. Uh, come together! I think most of the band, Darkness. like three of the guys went and did something. They started a band, and then the lead singer, Taylor, went and started his other thing. <sighs> so everyone was still working and making music the whole time. So not the whole rest together. of the band, and then the singer went and did something? Yeah, so the brothers <laughs> split, I guess. It's always funny when that happens. They're like, oh, cool. So I know who the problem is. 
it's also... It, it's, but I also know who the magic is. <laughs> there are certain relationships that you also don't necessarily mix well when you're working or like mix well with That's like true. some people who were like married can't work yeah. together people i worked, who were best friends can't work together i worked with my ex-girlfriend at a pizza place and it did not go well <laughs> i did not like my authority being questioned well and i think depending <laughs> on the roles and if how we were entwined whether or not we could work together because we've worked in the same like factory together you and i but we were anywhere near each oh, other Oh, if there was any power dynamic over the other one there would definitely probably be a who the fuck do you think you are unless there was just an understanding and no one was ever shitty to each other yeah, yeah I would but hope it so. really depends but it sucks because there's usually a place in a higher position where you gotta be critical of that other person and that's gonna bleed into home life <laughs> yeah but what's true is what's true at the same <laughs> doesn't time mean it doesn't hurt i'm just i'm just saying <laughs> now we work well at this because we are even Steven. Yeah. And I think that we like travel well together and there are certain things we do, but I don't think that we could do everything together. Going because we've like put done like music together and that was fine too. I don't know. Maybe we're okay. We're pretty good. <laughs> we're pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We do mesh pretty well. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's keep this rolling. Let's listen to the next song with "Giving Up." I throw this rest of this almond joy out the front fucking window. <laughs> I, I keep looking at it because it's just sitting there and it's chocolate. So I'm like, my brain immediately wants to be like, it's chocolate, and then it's like, but it's filled with madness and sadness. Madness and sadness. That's what they call the coconut. He's got such a. He knows how to belt. He can do so much with his voice, too. He has so much vocal control. He has such good yeah, control of the break. Like, he knows how to get around that. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, here we Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah, what are you saying? I was such a shock that they say fuck as much as they do when I listen to this album. I was like, holy shit, I thought the darkness the whole time was just going to be like... Clean and good to go. That is. Get up, get out of fuck. So much fun. I remember laughing out loud when I first heard this part. I think it's funny that Travis said that I stole one of his podcast Sorry, episode ideas. Which, let's be real, this is our podcast. I didn't steal a goddamn thing from you. <laughs> uh, but it it would have been a good choice, and it makes sense that. That Travis would I be do, into something like this. I do like feel a little bad that he's not here because it would have been the first time that he would have brought something that I would have been like, "This is fucking rocking." Yeah, so far it's been a miss and a miss. Even though, like I've already said, Lip Biscuit over T Swift. That's some garbage right there. <laughs> so that means whatever he gives us on his fourth choice now, it's probably gonna be like, oh, "God damn it, Travis." We don't have to be. I don't have to be punished for giving this. <laughs> I'm glad that. In my mind, he has a. <laughs> I think that this is a good. Uh, this is a good find because I've done. I've picked things for the fuck of it that have been funny but have been terrible. Yeah. This is. This was chosen because it's funny, but it's also not terrible. <laughs> 
Like, I'm not laughing at it. I'm laughing with it, is what I feel that's, like. That's what happened. I thought I was going to laugh more at it. And really, I was just like imagining myself playing it and just laughing at my friend who's singing like that. It also just kind of feels like it belongs in different times. It does, like, but it doesn't to me because of the song production sound. Here and there. Yeah, just like little bits here and there where they try to like pull from different eras. Yeah. But they still, I mean, they fully sound like, oh, that was kind of harsh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was very full, or maybe a little too much. They sound like, uh, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, you were talking about how the riffs sound not of this age. Um... Oh, I just every once in a while, I feel like they do little things that are kind of like an homage to the 80s or the 70s. Yeah. But I think a lot of what they do does definitely have kind of like a modern sheen. It's a lot of ACDC riffs. Oh, that makes me sad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe the vocals have a lot to do with these. I think I've even talked right, about of course. that. Vocals kill. I think vocals kill a lot of music for you. Now, I know there's certain production styles in metal that you don't like, but I really think that different vocals for a lot of my metal stuff, mm-hmm. if they were less pretentious is the word I'm going to use, or less uh, tough, as you always say, Yeah, I think it would be an easier window to, to some of the tough. bands I listen to. Because sometimes like Alice in Chains gets metal, mm-hmm. and you're fine with it. Oh, yeah. So like... I like Soundgarden. I think, yeah. So I think some if of my like, favorite songs are their heavier songs. So I think there songs. could be some like Pantera songs that if it wasn't Phil and Selma doing it and it was Lane Staley doing it, you would have been in. I think that's very true. Mm-hmm. A lot of times. Well, I think that happens for a lot of people because isn't Robert Plant a big thing that turns Kent off of Led Zeppelin? I don't know. I thought Kent liked Led Zeppelin. Yeah, but isn't Robert Plant like kind of something that he has to fight through? I don't know. Did he say that once? I feel like that he likes them, but he has an issue hmm. with Robert Plant's voice sometimes. Maybe. Because, I mean, I've said that about Rush. I've heard that about... I was going to say, I've heard that about like Rush and you know, 90% of the bands I listen to in the death metal world. I've never liked Ozzy's voice, but Black Sabbath yeah. with Ozzy, at least what I've heard, is really good. I fucking love Ozzy's Black Sabbath voice. <laughs> it's very specific to what it is, but as someone who was a choir girl and listened to a lot of like female singers uh-huh. who sang a certain way, things like that. I mean, it took a while for stuff like that to stick on me so much, I guess. Whereas you are like cleanliness turned- more. More technicality, I yeah. think, because of being someone who, I mean, I even well, took a theory class and read it. Technicality. <laughs> Reading notes, hitting notes. All the guys I listen to are hitting notes. They're just doing it in the non-conventional way. I'm not here to argue with you, Sam. <laughs> it sounds like you are. <laughs> well, I think you are trying to It sounds something. like I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying as hard as I can to back away from this. And with that in question. Please come back. Let's, uh, let's take a break. Oh, we're there already? There are only 11 tracks on this album. Oh, cool. We're already halfway through. So. Oh, we are at 50 minutes, too. So. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be back. God, I love it so much. Oh, 
Got it? You got it? <laughs> We're back. We have returned. Back. We're talking about the darkness. We're talking about permission to land the album by the darkness. And you we're got, having a, a dandy old time right before this comes out. You got permission from me to darkness. Go ahead and land. You can park over there. You don't even have to pay me anything. You can stay for a week. But only a week. It's very kind of you. And you can sleep on the floor. That's also very kind of you. Space is better than nothing. That's right. That's Free space right. is better than paying for your own. But you're going to have to deal with four cats running over your body. Well, one's not going to make it. And he'll definitely go around you because he only has three legs. He has less confidence and fewer legs. And more smarts. And one is currently very pissed off. <sighs> Oliver still hates uh, little Wayne. Oliver still hates Wayne, the foster kitty. Little Wayneia. Probably just our cat now. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they still get into it. It's like Wayne's just trying to be like, "Dude, let's play," and then Oliver just goes. And Wayne, Lithuania doesn't care at all. <laughs> Lithuania? I'll say Lithuania or I'll say Lithuania. I've never heard you say I've been saying it for the last like 24 hours. 24 hours? Well, it's been all but, it's been like a whole day. <laughs> well, I'm on board for it. Well, I. Hi, Lithuania. Hi, Lithuania. <laughs> Lithuania. <laughs> All right, we're back, and uh, we're here reviewing this Darkness album, Permission to Land. Let's go ahead and get back in here. We're Please. halfway through the album. Let's do it. We only have a handful of songs left, Let's which is exactly five, and I'm excited to get back because even if, you know, sometimes you're feeling down, you just need some good music to pull you right out. So don't worry if you're stuck in a rut. Just listen to the darkness, <laughs> and you'll feel awesome. Just kiss my ass. This beginning. <laughs> yeah, you know, he means business right from the beginning. Just straight up fucking rock and roll, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember this song. I can't. Uh, okay, I'm in. I fucking I'm love this song. This is another song that's been stuck in my head, and I love singing along to this. There's some songs that just hit it out of the park, and this is another one. Stuck in a rut, stuck in a rut for eternity. <laughs> it's so much fun. God damn, belt it out. Jeez. It's so much fun. It's easy. I'm not building anything. Not easy. It's easy for me, I guess. I guess he and I have the same range. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's very it's fun. Confirmed. Whenever I put, which I will never happen, but I would love to put a band together where you sing. We're doing darkness songs. <laughs> it's the darkness. I know, but we're doing darkness songs. Songs written by Charlie Murphy himself. Ooh. They're all just this. <laughs> See. I didn't pay as close attention in the beginning to the actual song titles. So, based on what he's saying, I thought he was saying stuck in a room, not stuck in a rut. Because it sounds like he's saying stuck in a room. <laughs> stuck in a room for eternity. Jeez. 
my blowing that, it that, out. That wave file wasn't near as big as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Wait, do we get more of that weird, creepy, low stuff? You get fun stuff. I mean, I can... You know what's funny about this band, too, is, like, I can see a younger age group being into it when it came out, but I can also see, like, real haggard, like, 50-year-old ladies, like, I remember seeing Motley Crue in 1981, and, like, still going out to the bar and being gross. <laughs> basically the short of that. Like, that's a thing that happens at metal shows and stuff. Like, you go there and you're like, oh, she's. She thinks she's still got it. <laughs> but it's just some scary old lady that's like, hey, honey, how you doing out here? Oh, it's like a hormone monster. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines. Hey, I can do impressions of anything that doesn't go like this. It's really good. little precursor for next week's episode. Although, that might have been in the second half. That's a disaster. We'll see. <laughs> That's such a bummer. You'll find out next week. It's a. It's, We're just going to keep you yeah. in suspense. <laughs> it's, it's a hook. I put the hook in the water, and I'm reeling in the fish. I forgot to put my hood up. Man, I haven't. Were you planning on it? I had my head up before. Uh, Hide my long ass hair. You don't have long hair in any way. I shape, hate or it. Form. It needs to be shaved again. You just want to buzz your head down. again. All the way to the skin. You maybe. love it now. I love not having hair. That's correct. When it gets this short, do you find yourself uh, pulling it out now? No. Good. But if I left it like this, I would. Gotcha. Uh, Get those pinchers ready. Pinchers? Is that what you call the hair puller outers? Is uh, your pinches? That's what I call when I put my two God, fingers like, together and I pinch and pull. Yeah. Pinch and pull, pinch and pull. When it's it, you do the pinch and pull, pinch and pull. We don't scratch. We do the pinch and pull, pinch and pull. Everybody do the pinch and pull. We did that album, didn't yes, we? Yes, we motherfucking did. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, move along, sir, to the next song, which is Friday Night. Huge sounds. This is happy territory. Yeah. Oh, Bon Jovi. That's a good pull. Not anymore, though, but it did for a second. But I mean, I think there's some Bon Jovi attitude in this sometimes. 80s Bon Jovi. Not like, it's my life, Bon Jovi. No, not that one. More like, oh, we should be there forever. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I put this in the category of snooze as well. I did too. There's not a whole lot. There, are, I mean, there are a lot of words being said in this song, but oh, and once again, it's an upbeat song. Still, it is one, two, three, four. It's not like a slow song in any way, really, anyway at all. It's no. just it feels a uh, boppy. That's the word I'm looking for. It feels like flower is it's. So poppy and boppy. So poppy also because it's going through the days of the week. Any song that goes through the days of the week is like... Oh, is that what I never... See, these snoozers, I end up kind of blanking out, so I don't know what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing all these things. He's doing bridge club. He's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I remember that. Oh, the gargling. <laughs> Hopefully, he's using mouthwash and not. Oh, I thought uh, it was a tongue roll. Beer. Oh, I thought it was gargling. What's zero? I'll do both, and you see which one you think it was. This is tongue roll. This is gargle sound. Okay, well, it didn't sound like that, but it sounded more like a gargle to me. I didn't mean to do that at all. I just spit up water on my phone. Uh, good thing we got cameras. <laughs> I'm not supposed to reference that. Every time something happens, I'm like, cameras, ha we got them. <laughs> Behind the scenes, ooh. <laughs> oh, no, I got a bunch of water on the table. So you're going to have to take that sweater off and use it to uh, sponge up some of that water. All right. Yeah, Daddy. I thought you had a T-shirt on underneath. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I've got. Those beautiful, tiny bubblegum nipples. Those are the pinkest things I've ever seen. Why are you acting like you're being shamed? Stop touching the microphone. What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's up? Oh, I think it's on backwards now. I think it's very obviously on backwards. And that is not deterring you no, we're just from moving forward. Exactly. <laughs> it's very clearly cut differently. <laughs> it has Who the looks whole, like Gino now? It has the whole tag lines. It's it's a good time. So when we actually did see Gino's full head when she took the hat during Hatgate. Yeah, it was a very short scene um, because he just pulled another hat out of his back. He, he does have something weird going on. Mm-hmm. It's like alopecia something going on there because it was very blotchy in the back there and he won't just shave his hair and that's what i was gonna say like okay that's legitimate that's legitimately something to be like self-conscious about if you want to be i would let your freak flag fly and not give a fuck too which is probably what i would do did or you just I say let your freak flag fly i didn't hear the l <laughs> i think that has happened before uh but we'll be happy uh, <laughs> uh what was i saying i don't remember now. you were stuck in a rut for eternity <sighs> God damn it. I'm sorry. I totally threw you off. <laughs> oh, yes. I was going to say, you might let your freak flag fly. Yes. <laughs> which I'm fine with. Or, like you said, shave that shit, dude. You're like 10% away from having a fucking fully shaved bald head anyway. Just do it. Oh, Gino. You bought Gino, the electric Gino. toothbrush, buy the electric razor. Let's get it going. Or just a basic ass razor. You don't have much hair to deal with anyway. You should get those straight razors and get like the whole lather situation with the little brush so you can... Why would you do all that? You can't see what's going on. It's in the back, baby. You don't have to when you got that. You just gotta go... Such a nice big blade. And then he just cuts a massive artery on his neck. (laughs) On the back of his neck. (laughs) I watched a chiropractor video today. It was really weird. It feels weird. Have you ever been to one? No, I have not. It's very jarring. Well, as a guy... Okay. Is it like a lot of popping? And like... I didn't need many adjustments when I went. Everything was mostly in line. It was mostly just like stand like this or lay like this and just kind of like feeling for things. The only thing that I really ever had issues with are my neck. And, and my muscles get tight in my neck, and it pulls my neck out of place. I think I know the answer to this. I'm 90% asking for the audience. 
Do you enjoy your fingers being cracked like your knuckles? Oh, yeah, baby. Letting that air <sighs> out. So I don't. So I think that's why I have no... Like, I watched this chiropractic video today, and it just seemed like, oh, you're popping the knuckles on every bone in this fucking guy's body. And it's horrifying to me. It sounds kind of nice. But I hear that that it can feel nice at the time, and then you're really sore, like, the next day. But does it eventually... Is it still good for you, or is it just, like... I can't answer that question. I'm not a professional, but my <laughs> my amateur opinion is yes. <laughs> let's uh, we let's continue <laughs> with this album. We have uh, "Love on the Rocks" with no ice. Hi, <laughs> I, I most of the time don't look at the song titles for albums so that was the first time i heard that one it's funny <laughs> i like this song as well this is like rock and roll man yeah bro let's like throw right it down now, and touch each other's penises it could have gotten macho right then in like a real corny yeah. shit way his scene makes it not be that way it could be a real bad like bar bowling band sometimes yeah but he makes it not happen I agree. It's a very interesting style that takes away the <clears throat> complete thing that kind of turns me off to certain kinds of music. But I don't think this is the sort of music that that would even necessarily apply to. It just, I think it rides that line. Like, if you would have gotten the right shit singer on it, like, put ACDC on here. Or, the, like, Bon Scott or Brian Johnson from ACDC. Turn it off. Yeah, it would, you wouldn't, wouldn't be a good oh, time. Here we go again. Love it. I had no idea that's what he was saying because besides, I believe, a thing called love, this is the rhythm. That, uh, that's what got stuck in my head every fucking time I would listen to this album. And I never knew what he was saying, so that. Love on the rocks with no eyes! In my mind, it was just. <laughs> Love on the rocks. <laughs> and it may seem like if you're not really into this, like the guy is just doing the same thing over and over again. But it's so impressive and it sounds good. If that's the case, then every singer in the world is just doing the same thing fucking over and over and over again. Some people argue that that is the case. Yeah, I mean, that is the case for every fucking artist that's ever. Saying, so. <laughs> Oh, I can't think of one art. Okay. Pull this out there. Phil Anselmo. That's an artist who hasn't stayed the same throughout his whole fucking career. Bam. Uh, I'm pretty sure that White Power Fest has been in here the whole time. <laughs> no, just when he feels like he's comfortable throwing it. <laughs> when he's had enough white wine. <laughs> He'll do anything for a quiet life. Is that what he says there? <laughs> I think. Uh, I don't want to say it because it's going to preempt the question later. But I got a feeling a certain album made it in rotation on our trips. Right there behind all the other ones that we said that that would happen, and I can't even remember. I don't know. I feel like this one could 
make a long drive. Paul and Jack is still good. up there for... Oh, Paul and Jack's the shit, man. <laughs> I haven't listened to it really since then, but I, we've like I heard a couple songs since then. I've listened to the whole album a couple times. It's still so good, and I still like reference them at a... Uh, Sit down and take in some blues. <laughs> I don't know how it goes anymore. Something for Southern Fried, fried Chicken. For some Care some. for some Southern Fried Chicken. Napkins all there by the deer. <laughs> you kids go play by the creek now. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's unironically good. <laughs> like it's you, so good. Like it's as crazy. a rock and roll metal curmudgeon, if you just pull your head out of your ass. But like I put it in the world of like Judas Priest. Like that makes I, I more like, sense. I like voices like this. I'm fine with it. It's it was that I always thought it was a joke. And he's sometimes a little squeakier than people like Rob Halford. Yeah, for Rob. Example. Those guys have that. What I have, like yeah. the. The edge to it, he's clean. Like, I can't do those high notes clean like that. In any way, shit, I have to, like, not hurt myself, but I have to put that edge into it or else it doesn't go there. I wouldn't be surprised if his voice hasn't been ruined a little bit, or at least. I mean, because I don't know how much all of that was. When I'm doing it, I'm not really singing. Yeah. So I don't know how much of him. Of that is real singing and also just kind of forced. Maybe as grew well. up in like opera or something, and he's just putting that skills towards rock and roll. Or maybe he did hurt himself. Have you seen the video that I saw it very recently? It was the guy from the Verve Pipe. And the whole thing was like, the guy from the verb pipe sings the freshman at karaoke and no one even noticed us. Like, like pretty much like what the treat that they've received. Did he suck? There's no way you can tell by his voice that it's him. Really? His voice has changed so much and he sounds like such a normal person doing karaoke. We were merely fresh. was he doing? Like, really like, we were merely fresh, man. No. It wasn't really like the exact way either. So it's the only part of that song I can remember. So many for the life of me, I cannot remember. For the life of me, I cannot remember. What made us think that we were rising? We never compromised. For the life of me, I cannot believe we'd ever die for these sins. We were merely fresh, man. Fresh, man. <laughs> I'm glad you uh, caught that. We were merely fresh, man. man. I'm trying. I'm almost doing what's her name? Hot dog. <laughs> oh, Edie Patterson? No. Oh, 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 oh. oh. I was thinking bean dip. No, you're doing. Uh, oh, God. I want Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. I want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> I don't even do a good job. It's just fun. I think you. It's one of those impressions that it's like. It might not sound like her, but like you, it's you know exactly who you're fucking yeah. doing. It's yeah. just it grabs the essence of it. Your Good two stuff. best impressions are uh, used Aussie. to be, yeah, it used to be shit, Aussie. but now I think I don't Jennifer, think it's as good anymore. Jennifer Coolidge took the top spot. It's literally this. It's the the one quote Hot that I do. Dog. 
I need a hot dog real bad. Or I, um, now I you're want, self-conscious about it. I want a hot dog real bad. I'm trying. I can't do it's it. Gone. That's the thing. It's Anytime gone. I think that I want to have something, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael Kane. My name's Michael Kane. I believe that you, what I figured out is that no much. I know you shut up. You're not in the front here to hear this song. Whichever uh, word is, you just put all these things in here. Mr. Br- no, oh, it's much, Mr. Wayne. Um, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Here's your bacon and eggs, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> you're getting there. You're getting there. <laughs> I'm, Michael, I'm Michael Kane. And then oh, is that a shark? <laughs> and then if you get down here, you said, Mr. Uh, is that a shark? Yes, is that a shark? Still not. I haven't been doing yes. it lately, so it doesn't yes. sound right. Um, Michael Kane <laughs> in the teeth, in the front of the teeth. Michael Kane with the shark. You see, what you got to do there is Mr. Wayne is you got to get Batman. It's got great responsibilities. <laughs> Now I'm doing like Sean Connery, basically. Yeah, it, it shifted. I went too far. You did. I went too far. You got a little, uh, you, you got a little greedy with that. Let's He's move. a shock. <laughs> Cockney <laughs> is always the best way to go, as far as I'm concerned. Aussie. That was almost Statham doing it. It's a shock. Ooh, that was one I. Oh, you killed a Jason Statham impression one time. I did kill time. Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. In a shark costume, I was wearing a shark costume. Doing my Michael Caine accent. And I walked up behind him, going, "Do do 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 do." Michael Caine Psh, stabbed him. Sorry. <laughs> Taking it too far once again. Let's move along. We have a couple songs left. Holding my own. Beautiful symbol crescendo at the beginning there. <laughs> uh, this is just, this is a lighter. They wrote this and said, we need a song for people to hold lighters to. Oh, this hasn't been getting stuck in your head all week? No. Huh. Baby. <laughs> 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 it's too much fun. <laughs> I can't keep it together. I mean, probably, you know, it was probably really fun to like write all this and then get the studio. You're like, oh no, this is very demanding. <laughs> Imagine the perfection it took. <laughs> now, this is one song where it's like, okay, it sounds really ridiculous when there's like just slow music going on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding my own. This is another thing that I didn't pay attention to the soul, uh, song title, so I didn't know that he was saying that. Yeah, I had no idea. I was a surprise, surprise. This is a Sam Checkout song. I'm actually not surprised. I'm surprised you would say that. That's the only surprise in me. This is one of those, it's like when I heard the first news, I remember thinking, oh, okay, here it is. This is this is what would turn me off. And I'm glad they put this towards the end because this is one of the worst ones in my humble opinion. I don't disagree necessarily, but I also, I don't know, I don't think it's terrible. I just also think it's catchy. But yeah. there's not a song on here that I... And like, turn that the fuck off. Like there are songs that are, you know, 
higher and lower, but not hit or miss. Um, this is not a style that I would typically be into, though. No. Because it has that, it has like a big 80s, like, like arena rock sound to it. And the dun, dun, dun. Like, it's just very, like, dramatic and big. And It's the leftovers, like, 80s metal dudes and 80s rock and roll dudes took it from, like, 70s ballads and also, carried it on over. It does kind of genuinely sound like the energy towards the end of a show, though. Oh, it feels like, yeah, Like, the show is winding down. It does have it that does. feeling. And if, it feels like a sh- they would walk off and people would be like, the darkness, 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 oh, for an encore. darkness. And then they would come out and be like, just there's another rhythm of the heart. <laughs> for the fourth time that night. Good for them. I just said that because. Give them what they want. My ex-boss from uh, two pizza places ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I know who you mean. He saw Quiet Riot in the 80s, and he said they played uh, Come On, Feel the Noise three times <laughs> in one set, in one 40-minute set. Yes. Oh, man. Opened with it, did the middle like kind of a medley, played like most of it, and then finished the set with well, they it. They made sure the people did, though. They yeah. felt that noise. But you know what's funny about that is? That story stuck in my head for years. And then I unwittingly and unwillingly ended up doing that with Green Jello many, many nights where we opened up with Three Little Pigs, played Three Little Pigs in the middle, and closed with Three Little Pigs. So I became that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that, I think, at the last show for sure. I'll say this. When that happens. Overusing that song. It's probably a good sign that the crowd isn't into it as much as they should, or as as is wanted. If that song is being played that many times. It was a smaller crowd. Yeah. And Harrison, the Blue Note or whatever. Yeah. That seems to happen more when it seems like it's a lower energy show. But I also have heard Manspeaker say that he wants to get away with doing that for an entire set one time just to see if he can get away with it. So... Uh, what does get away with that mean with people not walking away? I guess just to see if he can get through a whole set with just playing one song. It's barely even a song. <laughs> I didn't say I agreed with it. I'm just saying what he told no, me I'm once. I'm just reacting. That's what <laughs> do I do. Do you have a tear in your hood? I keep seeing light. Oh, it's just thin back there. Okay. That's pretty thick back there as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> we have one more. With two C's? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just I like need, that orange cat that was in I here. I need two C's of that thick ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get down with that thickness. One more song. Here we go. Making out. We were talking about how we were so low energy before we started this podcast. All I and wanted I, to do was sleep. And I think the whole time we've just been like... <laughs> well, and I, when we also discussed that hopefully the music does this. because I, I knew this album was going to be fun. <sighs> and hearing you loving it as much as you have been and singing the it, lyrics. It brings me joy. It's been a fun time. <laughs> it has brought me more joy than I ever expected. Because I also kind of agreed and thought that it might be a little more <laughs> sticky. What just happened? I don't know if you said the song title and I just missed it. I did make it out. <laughs> I just looked down at your phone. It's not making out either. No, it's, it's making out. It's making with an apostrophe. 
Yeah, yeah, do you remember this? The back seat's getting wetter. No, I don't know what's going on. It's gross. (laughs) Back seat's getting With all the time I had, I should have sat down and read the lyrics. But I've been a depressed one little bitch. Yeah, but I think you're pulling out. I am. It's just the sting was, you know, it left a, a wound for a little bit. Yeah, and then I found out today that my fucking car is basically trashed. Well, and, and if everyone has seen your misery, you, you, you reflect your misery like a goddamn... Are you saying I wear every emotion on my sleeve? Uh, yeah, I was thinking one of those, like, light boxes. You reflect everything. No. Especially your anger. Yeah, you do no. You are n- <laughs> if, if, if Sam's mad, at least people nearby know. <laughs> you, you're a little, you're a little temper boy. Oh, yeah. Hopefully I can get that down. <laughs> this is some classic guitar work here, Michelle. I don't know if you know. That it sounds is. like some uh, little tapping action. This song for me, even though it is higher energy, it does still have kind of the throwaway feel to me. It's not bad. Sounds like a generic bar song. Yeah, and even the the lyrics, like it sounds like any band in the '80s would have done this. This is way more of that kind of style. Make it out. This is a huge. Yeah, you're right. Make it out. Yeah, but. It- <laughs> That's like a Van Halen sound to me. Absolutely, he's tapping. <laughs> See the middle finger. I just, the finger I tap with the middle finger. Man, as soon as you said this is more like this is a this is a traditional '80s hard rock slash metal song, glam rock song. Yeah. And it makes it cheaper in my mind now you said it. It's like, it's wow. not quite poison, but... No, no. This is the first time, like, you can, I hear a lot of his epiglottis. <laughs> when he's going, Son of bitches! You can hear it. The no, I just sound like ACDC, but, like, there's more of a gurgle that I've ever heard in any other song at the end there. But at the end, he's probably trying to sound... They might be trying to sound like a live show. Like you brought up. That one sounds like a live last, show. second to last song felt like that or sounded yeah, like that. so that could have almost been, like I said, and that might be a <clears throat> reprise song. Well, the album is finished. So we are actually to the part of the podcast where it is time to go over some of those things that we like to call questions. Questions. So why did I choose? Do not fucking do one more. It looks like you're waiting to do one more strum. You have to have the last word, don't you? I'm not. I feel it. I don't believe this. <laughs> you're not like that's gonna happen. Why did I choose this? 
mouth. <laughs> Such an asshole. I really wasn't going to do anything until you said something. You had that look on your face, that little turd No, look. I thought it was hilarious how there was just like mucusy sounds just going on. Like I was going to let the silence ride for a long time. I don't know anything about mucus. When you put the whistle down, it was like... <laughs> and I was just going to sit there and sit in the awkwardness and I was going to love every fucking second of it. I'll spit in your mouth. <laughs> Please so don't. I chose this because I thought it would be fun. I thought you would laugh based on get your hands off my woman. Motherfucker! <laughs> what do I think you thought when I gave this to you? Um, you did laugh and it was basically the exact reaction that I wanted. Uh, you seemed excited and that you thought it would be either fun or funny or both. Uh, what was your judgment prior to actually listening to it? Uh, it was probably just going to be funny and a good time. Like, this was a... I knew it was going to be a, at least a novelty to talk about. I knew it was going to be a good convo. Okay. As long as all the songs were like, I believe in a thing called love. Which I didn't know they were going to be, but I kind of guessed they would be. I thought it might be one of those situations where you ex- you want the songs to be more like that, but they aren't. I feel like this album fucking delivered. Yeah, I was worried. It's like exactly what you just said. It could have, oh, that's the one of two that sound like that. That sucks because mm-hmm. that's what everybody wants. I'm glad they did the exact opposite. Didn't you have that with Drowning Pool? Yeah, I was actually going to bring it up, but I didn't want to talk about Drowning Pool. It's happened a lot, so I just wanted to make sure it was brought up. How many times did you listen to this album? Uh, originally, I was in my three to get ready for the, to, to record it, and then recording didn't happen, so I had to listen to it one more time. Not all the way through, so I'll give it like 3.75 times. Okay. I was like 10 to 12. <laughs> That's amazing. It was a bit. It was definitely a bit. All right. Now, is that based solely off of jamming? Mm-hmm. Or would it get stuck in your head and you like had to feed it? It was I like twice a day sometimes. Damn. Yeah. Because I believe in a thing being called the darkness. It's on, especially working so much overtime, it is something that I felt was able to provide energy. I was going to ask if it's an energy band. So I, I feel like it was a good time to do it based on where I was with all that. Because I could still be working like that, but I'm fucking burned out. Um, <laughs> you're, you're getting eight hours a day from me right now. <laughs> that's Yeah, fuck off. That's all I have to you give. You know why? Because your eight hour days are still other providing more than uh, other 16 people. hour days. So weird. fuck them. <laughs> and they sent almond joys, which are gross. All right, so what do I think your least favorite song is? I am going to guess Holding My Own, which is the second to last song. Bingo! Not even going to play. Obviously, you can figure out why it's not for me. (laughs) Um, This is the worst part about 80s bands. And late seventies bands. Does it seem indulgent? Power ballads. I don't like power ballads. Do power ballads seem indulgent to you? They seem very indulgent. They seem what kids would call epic now. And Ugh. I hate that fucking word. And I hate songs that get described like that. And it's actually a reason that I haven't 
I mean, I haven't liked popular music for a long time, but it seems like popular music of the last seven years, everyone's trying to sound like epically big and like, look how important we are. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I want, you know, my preferences. I want guys with fucking guitars just playing some goddamn rock and roll with some distortion. And that song does not deliver. All right. What do you think my least favorite the song same is? The same one. It's actually not. Damn it. So let me take a guess. Because that guy got stuck in my head a little more. Then it's... Uh, <clears throat> What's it called? I didn't think you'd remember. Um, is it Love is Only a Feeling? No, it's actually the song Friday Night. I don't know how this goes. Was this the... Is it the snoozer? Was it snoozer number two? Yes. Damn, that's what I should have said. I should have just been like, what's one snoozer number two? This one. Okay. That's what I was going to guess, but I didn't know what it was called. It's not bad. It just seems like such a throwaway song, and it feels like it has even less of their genuine nature to it. Right. Even the songs that I don't like as much, I still feel like it's very... It's still them, but that just kind of feels a little more... Yeah. Which, I mean, they're, the second to last song is like that as well. But I had made my mind up about Friday Night previously. So. And I can, with holding my own, listening to it with you, there were some parts where it's like, oh, I can at least laugh at this. Mm-hmm. That other song, it's just hoppy and boppy. Don't really care about it. But I'm still sticking with my answer, and you're sticking with yours. So your most favorite song. Oh, this was hard. Because I think saying I believe in a thing called love would be easy because it is the song that you're most familiar with. Yeah. But I don't know if it is. I don't know if there's another song. You also know I'm a contrarian and I don't necessarily want to be the guy who likes the single. But sometimes you do anyway. I know. Sometimes I can't deny it. But my honest... I'm... I'm definitely going towards the beginning of the album. Okay. And I think the energy of Black Shuck is good, but I'm going to honestly guess, get your hands off my woman. Sam, what is your most favorite song on this album? Both of those songs are very fun, Michelle, but I'm going to surprise you here, I think. And I'm going to go with Love on the Rocks with No Ice. Really? <laughs> really. Because <laughs> um, oh, it has that heavier sound, especially when it starts. I... Oh, I love the oh, fucking... Was that what it was? I don't know. No, I love... This. Um, and this riff is good, but there's just something about that. It just feels like it feels like an army of the darkness fans <laughs> marching to the darkness concert, and this is what they would like. It's like they're oh we oh we oh. It's there. Like, I can just see a charge, and it feels, just feels right to me. And if I wrote that song and I was playing in the band, I know everyone in the room would be like, popping their fists, (laughs) and I would too, and I'd probably mosh during that song. It's definitely fun. But there's a lot of good songs in here. I was very fucking surprised by this album. (laughs) Yeah. For and sure. I think you were too. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Probably more than me. I just listened to it 10 times. <laughs> so what do you think my favorite song is? Oh, God. You know what? I don't know because you liked so many. Uh, I'm going to go with Stuck in a Rut, though. Okay. Let me listen to the song right before it for a second because I know I liked giving up. Oh, uh, it's like... 
stuck on that fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> but no, it wasn't that. You were actually right. It's stuck in a rut. It's so fun. And no matter if I was singing it or not, when I would listen to it, I would literally, I would be working and I would just put my head to the side and mouth it at least with like squinting my eyes and be like, like putting fucking power into it. I thought it was so much fun. Uh, yeah, stuck in a rut is. It's a fucking jammer. And, it's, <laughs> it's and hearing you do the vocals, there's something about when like a guy can jam in words and it works just like. This is another rhythm of my heart. Or I'm even going to say snow. <laughs> uh, You're avoiding one. Who? Jan Terry. <laughs> I'm saying well. <laughs> I mean, she fits it in there in time. So I guess we'll see what I got to stop being so harsh on Miss Terry. Uh, I agree. She deserves more love and respect than what you're giving. I her. do agree she deserves love and respect <laughs> <laughs> and that's really all that matters that's all that i need from you so how old was i when i first started listening to this uh now <laughs> like i said previously when it, was, it first came out it saying. wasn't something that i uh, that attached myself to it's something that has grown on me over the last like five or so years probably more uh but i listened to it for the very first time for the podcast i didn't give it like I think I previewed a couple of the songs just a little bit, but I didn't actually listen to the album itself. Um, how did I originally feel about it? I was surprised, very pleasantly. Enjoyed it much more than I thought I would, which is why I just kept listening to it. Um, and honestly, I would recommend this today. I don't know who would who would necessarily be into it. You know what? But it's like it's when I think of... Okay. This album is fucking powerful. If you think about it this way, if you gave this album... To Kent, and, and he agreed to, in the, in all these scenarios. If they agreed to listen to it, no preconceptions, just listen to it. I think Kent would end up liking it. I think Kirk would end up liking it. I think Adam would end up liking it. I think Zach Browning might end up liking really? it. Really? Just because it's a party, it's fun. It's funny, but that I that motherfucker sang uh, Betty Davis eyes to me the other day. Yeah, but that song sucks ass. The darkness is good. But he likes other good stuff, so if he can go that far oh, and shit... I was, okay, well, I, I mean, if you like Betty Davis eyes, then I'm not shitting on you, but I don't like that me? song. Me? Yeah. No, it was a horrible time for me. <laughs> the only good thing about it was is that I now understood where a podcast reference where the one host went, and precocious came from. That's the only good thing that came out of it. And seeing Zach have a good time. Why am I bitching? Zach's my friend. He was having fun singing a he's song he liked. He's your buddy. Yes. And he took the time out to serenade you. And we're going to go golfing tomorrow. All you should do is appreciate him. So would you listen to this album again? Uh, on my own, probably not, just because I don't really listen to albums on my own. But I will never complain if he gets put on, because it's guitars, which is my jam. It's a guy fucking... <laughs> Which is also my fucking jam. It's all good. It It's shocking that it took this long. It shouldn't have taken this long. I kind of feel like that now, too. Now if, that I've heard if it. I would have gotten this when I was listening to like Judas Priest and I was listening to a lot of music, it probably would have made it in rotation. It probably would have been like a shocker. Like, no, dude, this is good too. Yeah. But now nothing really makes it into the rotation. So I'll gladly listen to it if someone puts it on, but. I'll never seek it out. All right. So zero out of 10 all over the rock and roll cats. You must rate Ooh, it. I'm going to give it eight 
9, 8.9. Seriously? That's pretty high. Yeah. It's a good fucking rock and roll album. That's higher than I expected. If it's a rock and roll cat scale, Mm -hmm. then I definitely have to give it. Basically, not for my taste. That's why it's not 10. I'll give it 8.5. Let's do that. Okay. Well, 8.5 is where I was going to put it as well, which is pretty high. I've never, I don't think I've ever given anything a 10. I tend to rate things higher than they should. You do rate things kind of high, but I think this deserves to be eight and a half. I think this is a fucking stellar album that I would personally listen to again. And describing this album in one word, Sam. Energy. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to say, I think it's uh, it's tasty. <laughs> that's the first time that you've asked me the word. It just came popped into my head. I didn't pre-think that at all. Well, I th- it sounded like you did or that. You know, I don't know. Like it just came out. It's true energy. Well, that's good. Energy. And that's a good one. And to me, this was a tasty treat. Is the color of your energy. Amber. Amber is the color of your Whoa. energy. <sighs> All right. So we are finished with this. Yes. We are finished with questions. Yes. We are now to next week, which it's not going to be either of us. Uh, it's an, it's something we've I already. Mean, we're going to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not our. We're not choosing an album. This is going to be an interesting episode. We'll see how this goes because we had some major technical difficulties occur during this. Yes, we're out of recording order. Surprise, surprise! Once again, I said that in this podcast. So it is a problem. The problem will be explained at the beginning of the next episode. It's interesting that you started singing that song, even though it's not on the album. But Kirk did give a sound system by 311. <laughs> That's why I was singing it. It was a little Easter egg. So we've listened to Greatest Hits by 311 before. Now we are listening to an actual album. Full album. And Kirk will be back on the episode. Yes. On the podcast for, with another episode. And, and you'll for sure enjoy the first half. We'll see how the second half goes. The second half might be really <laughs> rough, but the first half, you'll definitely be able to hear everything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be atrocious. <laughs> and I, atrocious. <laughs> or maybe if he's open, re-recording the I second half. I don't want half. to. <laughs> It would be better because I could redo that awkward moment that I had that you said you were going to cut out. Well, it's getting cut out, so it doesn't matter. <sighs> Jesus Christ. It already happened. You can't cut it out that it happened in life. I know I can't. <laughs> I sure can. Even though I just sometimes don't realize how fucking stupid I am. <laughs> it's weird how that goes. And then it happens, and then look, here we are. We're in a place that we maybe didn't mean to be, but we're, like you said, you can't take it back. You're already there. Uh, feel free to listen to us. Next week, we all have uh, what we can give you you'll have it it's gonna be fine and uh check us out check out our videos we're places rate us if you have the capability of doing that on like apple music or whatever uh tell people about it we appreciate it and we're fast approaching Excuse he me. can't breathe we're fast approaching someone big, give this man air big two number 200 yeah we will we're figuring something out for it we'll let you know when we figure it out or probably just the week before <laughs> That's usually how it goes. Yep. All right. Thanks, everyone. I really do appreciate everyone listening. Yeah, for sure. Because we, we don't make any money on this shit or anything. Nope. We I'm... literally do it for our little, little audience. So if you're still here, <laughs> thank you very much. Yes. We appreciate you. And uh, listen to the darkness. Goodbye. Yeah.